Hey, happy campers listeners. Do you remember that awesome camp that we spoke about on our adult camp episode? Camp, camp Bonfire. bonfire. <laughs> Jinx. Um, do you remember we had our friend Jacob on and he came on and told us all about the super cool, super chill Camp Bonfire where everyone does their own thing and lives their lives at camp for a weekend in the Poconos. Yeah. Do you remember listening to that episode and being like, I want to go to there? Well, it turns out Sammy and I are going to there. We are going there and we are super, super excited about it. We're going in June, June 16th to the 18th. Mm-hmm. They have two sessions, a June session and a September session. And we want you guys to come with us. So Jacob was nice enough to work with us, and we have a special offer code for our listeners where you would get $50 off your trip to Camp Bonfire. Your registration fee, yeah. So the code is Happy Campers Podcast. Uh, it's up right now, so you can sign up today, and it's going to expire on May 21st. And camp starts like less than a month after that, so you really should sign up. Yeah, get on it. It's uh, about two and a half hours from... Philly, New York, and D.C. No, it's four hours from D.C. Okay. <laughs> four hours. Well, I'm not coming from there, so I don't think about that. But a bus leaves from New York and Philly. You can take the bus from New York and Philly, or you can drive up with me from D.C. if you want. And we're going to spend the weekend talking to you, talking to the campers, and we want to hear everything. We want to know how you guys are liking it. We want to know about your camp stories. We want to know everything. We're going to do some kind of episode involving camp bonfire and we are super excited for it so one more time our code is happy campers podcast and you get 50 dollars off your registration fee sign up today it ends on may 21st all right hopefully we'll see you there good morning campers have no fear happy campers this year it's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we miss about the best summers we ever had and there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by so grab a glass of bug juice relax and say hi to both your hosts we're julie and sammy your podcast family we're gonna start the show Hey there, happy campers. Uh, it's just Julia here, flying solo. My co-host, Sammy, is uh, out in Washington, D.C., but I'm going to bring you a very special mini episode all about camp injuries. Uh, I am joined here by a good friend of mine, so a friend of the pod, Miss Katie Goodman, and she has an epic injury story to share with us, along with other thoughts on injuries and sickness and camp vibes in general we'll be hearing a lot of katie as uh the spring and summer progresses because she's a very very camp oriented person uh i'm gonna say welcome katie hello thank you hi everyone thanks for having me thanks for coming on the pod Katie, you are an alumni of Camp Walt Whitman, right? I I am the actual camp of the Gyllenhaal siblings, yes. Okay, uh, that's <laughs> a little burn to the ha- happy campers right there. If you remember from our uh, episode one slash two, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is a, um, I don't know pr- if she's proud, but she is an alumni <laughs> of our camp one year. And then, yes, she did find uh, a home at Walt Whitman. Yeah. Yes, but I was at Wollaman for 11 summers, seven as a camper and a CIT, and then four, that's the right math, right, as a staff member. 
So was there every year that you had to take off? Yeah. So at Walt Whitman, you have to take off two summers after your CIT summer and then come back after your first year of college. So I was a counselor for three summers and then a unit leader for my last summer. That's awesome. So what was your, what year was your last year? Um, as a staff member, my last year was 2010. Okay. And what are you doing <laughs> at the moment? At the moment, I am the assistant director of Camp Cobbesey, which is an all boys sports and venture camp in Monmouth, Maine. Very cool. We'll be hearing more about that later in the yes. summer. Uh, and you have an epic story that you'd like to share. We're going to get the long version here. Uh, there's a short version, but I told her we don't want it. We want the long one because we're all on a long road trip right now. Uh, so please start and I will jump in with questions as we go. If I have it, um, I'm going to set the scene. So Walt Whitman has a big hiking program. Um, and this story takes place on what we call the traverse, which is like either a three to five day overnight hiking excursion, usually in and around New Hampshire's White Mountains. So this is my second summer on staff. I was 19 years old. I was a counselor for the Upper Upper Girls, which is the kids going from 7th into 8th grade. And we were doing a traverse called Twins and Bonds, which if anyone has hiked in the White Mountains in New Hampshire, it's super beautiful. And it's a three-day trip. And so I was not a big hiker growing up. I had to be like forced into participating in hike day by my counselors and then as a counselor I was like well I guess I have to suck it up and love it because I need my kids to love it and I actually ended up did love hiking um but basically hiking was not my jam so I'm on this three-day trip with my kids they like powered through the first day and they were like really good and I was like huffing and puffing the whole way Morning two, we're crossing Bond Ridge, which is basically like from one Bond Mountain to the other Bond Mountain, and it's super rocky. You're on a, a ridge, and um, I'm at the back of the pack, and my counselor, who I'm doing the trip with, Joe, he was a camp craft specialist, which is basically like a hiking program specialist, so he knows all about leading trips. He's at the front when one of my campers falls over, and I'm like, oh my God, something terrible has happened, so I go running to catch up with her. And in the process of running on a rocky ridge, my left foot gets stuck in between two giant rock boulders Ugh. and bends all the way backwards. Yeah. And my ankle just snaps in half. Oh, my gosh. And, like, it's, like, one of those you can hear it happen. Yeah. And at that point, I had made it close enough to two of my campers that they saw me go down. Yeah. And they were like are you okay? And I was just like, I need someone to go get Joe. Go get him right now. So he runs back and we're sitting there and he looks at me and he's like, is it, we didn't even want to say the word and I was just nodded and I said yes and then. Meaning broken? Meaning broken, yeah. Um, or rolled or sprained or lesser, <laughs> lesser evils, yeah. No, I, I heard a definite snap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we like had a sat phone because we were in like the middle of the Pemajawasset Wilderness, which is like the most remote part of New Hampshire. Say um, that again. The Pemajawasset Wilderness. Mm, sounds so good. <laughs> um, and so we call camp on the sat phone and they're like, OK, well, you have to call the National Fish and Game because we we're in a state or a national forest. I think the White Mountains are a national forest. Um, and let them know what happened. We call us right back and we'll figure out what to do. So we call Fish and Game and they're like, so your options are to hike down right. off where you are 
or we can send a Black Hawk helicopter to evacuate you. Oh, that's so cool. But it costs $50,000 an hour to get a Black Hawk to come. And who would pay for that? The camp? Camp would pay for that. So we were like, okay, well, that's not happening. So we call camp back and we're like, okay, so it sounds like we have to hike out. And they, we really quickly came up with a game plan. They were going to send three campcraft so hiking counselors who were at camp up to meet us and like eventually we were like we had to pick a direction though so we knew which way to go so we were literally in the middle of our trip there were 10 miles behind us 10 miles ahead of us and we were debating which way to go and the thing is that we knew behind us there were two campsites there's the campsite that we stayed at and then an amc hut so the appalachian mountain club or the people who like maintain the appalachian trail and we were on that appalachian trail so we were like, hey, we, it's better to go backwards because there's two points of help, whereas going forwards, there is only one campsite. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going backwards. So they send three counselors to come up and meet us. But granted, we've done a whole day of hiking at this point, and we were already a two-hour drive from camp. So we knew it would take a while. So we empty my whole frame pack and mm-hmm. distribute it amongst the kids. Sharing, they, sharing the load. Sharing the load, literally. And my campers could not have been better about it. There were nine of them. And I had basically just, like, ruined their whole trip. Um, (laughs) And they were really, really great about it. Such good sports. And so um, we tape up my ankle super tight with every ace bandage that we had. I, um, like, popped some ibuprofen. And we just started hiking. And the first hour was, like, excruciating pain. My body was like, what the heck are you doing? And why are you doing this? And after that first hour... um, Joe and I we like stop and Joe and I like evaluate the situation we make like a fake walking stick for me to use um and we notice that over the horizon are these giant thunderstorms clouds rolling in and if anyone is familiar with hiking or like being out in the wilderness um the last place you want to be in a thunderstorm is above treeline yeah so we were like okay crap we have to book it to treeline which I think we were like three miles away it wasn't that far but I had a broken ankle so we tell the girls like okay Joe me like Joe is gonna run ahead to the campsite that we were at last night so that we oh because our sat phone had also died at this point that was the part I was forgot to tell so Joe ran ahead um to radio to camp to give them like an update on what was happening anyway so then (laughs) the girls like basically get in line we start hiking really fast it starts raining and we just like book it so that we can get below tree line eventually we make it at this point it's like 11:30 in the morning so as soon as we get to tree line we all stop and the um the girls start eating lunch they like have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I kept walking because I was moving so slowly at that point yeah. and I'm just like stuffing Snickers bars in like into my mouth so that I can have some energy while I go And I would say I was walking for probably 35 minutes by myself. And within five minutes, they caught up with me. That's how slow I was moving. Um, But at that point, my body had really just gone into shock because especially knowing that like we were in a thunderstorm or a thunderstorm was coming and we were above treeline, it was literally like a life or death situation. And the human body is super weird and just kicks into like survival mode and your adrenaline is pumping. And so I was I really wasn't in that much pain. And then, of course, it continued to rain the whole rest of the day. We tried to, like, tell funny stories and sing songs on the trail so that the kids could keep their spirits up. And finally, at, like, around 5 p.m., the counselors who had come from camp met us on the trail. And two of them hiked out with the kids. And they got back to camp at, like, midnight that night. They took them to McDonald's and 
tried to yeah tried to um make them feel better but then myself joe and a new counselor had now joined us um we like we're now able to slow down a lot and um we get to the point in the trail where there was like a stream crossing but at this point it had been raining all day so the stream crossing had become this like semi mini river crossing and i was like still had this broken ankle so what we did is um Seth who was the other counselor that joined us he crossed the river and then like took a piece of rope and tied himself to the tree and then threw the rope over Joe grabbed it tied it to the other like a tree on the other side yeah and looped it through both of our frame packs mm-hmm. and then I got on Joe's back and we literally like amazed I was waiting for it I was like why doesn't this guy put you on your back when that solve everything right he should just be more chivalrous um and he literally like pulled us across the river and then on the other side was this like glorious AMC hut. And I, if anyone is familiar with hiking the Appalachian Trail, these huts are like these beautiful spots for hikers, but they cost like $80 a night to stay in. So we show up like drenched. My ankle had like ballooned at this point. And we like begged them to feed us and to let us stay for, for free. And they were so nice about it. And they let us stay. And that was like the biggest meal I've ever eaten in my life. And the woman who worked there brought me her sweatshirts so I could be in something warm. Nice. And um, we took off the ACE bandages, but using like medical scissors. So they're not sharp at all. But my ankle was so swollen that when one of the counselors I was with went to cut off the ACE bandage, it my ankle just started like bleeding profusely. Oh, wow. Because there was so much blood like built up in yeah. my ankle. So then we wrapped it up again. Wait, where was it bleeding from? Just like like he had nicked my skin. Okay, and then it all just came out. And it all just came out because it was so swollen. Yeah, Yeah. that like even the scissors that aren't like it's impossible to cut skin with, they managed to cut my skin. So and then you bled out. And then I yeah, then I bled out and died on the mountain. Um, No, and and Katie is a ghost. (laughs) The big reveal of the mini up. So. We've got a good night's sleep. Woke up at like six thirty like, in the morning. That's, first of all, that's such a treacherous day. It was. It was. <laughs> that was all one. Such day. a long day. All I had eaten was like a pop tart for breakfast and Snickers bars because I couldn't. I didn't have time to like stop and eat, and I was running on pure adrenaline. Holy moly. Um. Yeah. It was. It was something. All right. Else. So you wake up the next morning. So wake up the next morning. We still have three miles left to go. Um. And at this point, like. I wake up and all of a sudden I'm in pain because my I the adrenaline had worn off and I didn't need to be doing anything so my body was like oh you're in a lot of pain now so that first and of course the first mile after that hut was like straight uphill um really painful and then it like kind of went numb again and the last mile on the trail was totally flat and we were like the three of us were joking around we're like having fun we're like I wonder what everyone's doing back at camp we get to the bottom of the mountain and I I have gone back into shock and so I'm like why don't we go get food and so I literally take my hiking boots off which if anyone is ever wondering if they should buy like short ankle hiking boots or tall ankle hiking boots you have to get tall ones because they might save your life like they saved mine but I finally took off my hiking boots put on a pair of Crocs we went into Lincoln New Hampshire which is like rural New Hampshire went and got Chinese food I go back to camp my whole age group was gone because it had been raining so much that they treated everyone to a movie that day I think it was when the dark Knight came out 
so all my kids were gone so I was like great I'm gonna like take a leisurely shower I'll be fine I like swing by the health center and they were like I was like should someone check me out because like I think my ankle's pretty messed up and they were like no it's okay like come back later when the doctor is here so I go back to my bunk I shower I put on flip-flops I'm literally walking around camp in flip-flops when our program director runs into me and he's like what are you doing here like you have to go to the hospital go to the hospital it's like this really tiny clinic in like super rural New Hampshire and my x-ray technician of course when I say that I'm from New York starts making like super racist comments and I was like so <laughs> not course. so not in the mood dude um and he he starts laughing when he gets my x-ray back and I was like what what is so funny and he's like you're you completely shredded your ankle <laughs> and I looked at it and I, I know this is a podcast so you can't see what I'm doing but literally like where the bone should have been straight and connected it was like disconnected um. and then like pushed sideways and like very it's I it's a was a weird fracture yeah um and obviously made worse by the fact that I hiked 10 miles on it yeah um and so then I got it It was too swollen to put in a cast so they just like wrapped it up with gauze Mm -hmm. and then I had to sit in the infirmary through Olympics with my like which is like our color war with my foot up on a bed in the health center until it de-swell and then I went to um big hospital Dartmouth was the biggest hospital um to my camp and then I got a bright neon orange cast with glow in the dark stripes on it that's cool which was really cool everyone signed that everyone signed that and the other thing that I later found out is that um while all of this was happening on the mountain like obviously I wasn't thinking about what was happening back at camp but because camp is camp obviously like one person finds out that something has happened on a on a hiking trip rumors just spread it starts running like wildfire so there's like kids running a camp being like Katie died on top of a mountain or like Katie had to get like air vacked out now she's at a hospital and both of my younger siblings were at camp as counselors and my my little sister told me later that she was like walking in front of the office and heard a bunch of like as counselors as a camper so they were younger than me okay they were there as campers yeah Yeah. they were those campers and she was walking past the main office and heard people talking about what happened and one kid being like oh my god so is is Katie dead and like our camp director just sees Allie my sister walking by and he's like oh yeah I should probably like breathe you on what's going on <laughs> she's like D- what is my sister dead on a mountain <laughs> um but it all ended up being fine but it was a very surreal as someone who really did not like hiking as a child I did not think that I would be doing 20 miles of hiking in two days nor half of that with a broken ankle and they still use that story in scenarios during staff training at Wall Women. It seems like you guys handled it the best way someone could handle it. I it was think a, so. it was very much like a, a team, you know, no man left behind mentality. Yeah. But also like an awareness of safety and, you know, just the best way, you know, a bad situation, how can we just try to get out of it yeah, by taking totally. the right steps. I mean, I'd like to think that we handled it well, but I was also Joe my the counselor that I was yeah. with is like super professional had done a lot of like camping hiking trekking stuff before shout out to Joe shout out to Joe who then the next year on a different trip hiked to the same part and sent me a picture of him yeah. in the exact spot <laughs> I broken my ankle <laughs> uh, uh, are you a camper sorry are you a, uh, a hiker today yeah I mean I'm definitely not super 
hardcore, but I do I do love hiking. But it didn't ruin it. It didn't ruin it. Bring you back to your dark days. I think it actually made me feel like more of a badass, and that then I could hike because I was like, yeah, I hiked. I hiked 10 miles the Appalachian Trail with a broken ankle. I can do like day hikes and not be a baby about it. That's empowering. Yeah. <laughs> and I also owe a shout out to Jordan Sparks because literally the whole time I was just singing one step at a time in my oh head my for like on repeat for hours. So if I ever meet her, I'm going to tell her that she helped me. I love that. Get off the mountain. So the rest of the summer you were in this cast until you got home? Yeah, this was kind of fortunately this was the last week of camp oh that is nice so we got back there was like one day of normal programming then it was two days of olympics and then like two special event days and then it was like the last day of camp i was really nervous they were gonna make me go home um because it's hard to like be a counselor to your kids um also because the doctor had given me vicodin and my camp director was like, you can either take the Vicodin and hang out by yourself on the health center <laughs> or you, you can like not the take children. the Vicodin. Yeah, exactly. But you cannot be around kids. So I did not take the Vicodin. Well. I just like suck it. I like sucked it up and I hung out with my my kids for those last couple of days. That's a bold move. Yeah, it was. I a little bit held it over their heads when they were being difficult during yeah, that yeah. last week. I, was I could like, be on drugs and <laughs> tuning all this bullshit out. I'm sacrificing so much for you. <laughs> That's great. Um, I love that story. I mean, it's very intense <laughs> and outdoorsy. Yeah. And I love it. Because when I think of camp injuries, I think of uh, silly stupid things like right oh i was water skiing and then they threw that you know what's the thing that you um the pull like the the rope that yeah. you hold on to yeah like half everyone's injury is just like and then it just clipped my head <laughs> and i lost some skin on my skull that's my favorite i assume I, that happens to everyone i don't think that that happened to anyone i they got Oh, well, we just had a off? really bad counselor, I guess, who <laughs> kept throwing the rope at kids' heads. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I just thought it was really hard. It's like hard to hit anywhere but a but, kids' head. Yeah, but the, you especially when you're like in the bobbing water. in the water. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not that's not a great thing to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's definitely, you know, a ton of rolled ankles. But yes. to really break your ankle, that's, you know, a level above. Yeah. You're not faking it at that point. The no. rolled ankles were definitely faking yeah. it to get out of things. <laughs> to get out of things. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about the difference between, like, a camp injury and a, a camp sickness? So being, and, like, the, I don't know, the way that people treat you if yeah. you have this, like, you know, really intense thing versus if you, like, caught something or might spread something right? to <laughs> I, I think And the stigma associated. <laughs> I think there's definitely, especially because illnesses spread really quickly at camp just because you're in a residential environment it's the same thing at college um I definitely agree that like if you're sick people just want to avoid you but when you get an injury like you have this great war story and then it becomes like a badge of honor and a thing I think that makes you cooler which I feel like is kind of true with kids in general when you like show up with a cast at school and everyone's like oh my god what happened can I sign it yeah we had a song Every time someone had a, was sick or had an injury, we would sing in the dining room uh, that I would like to share with you yeah. and our listeners. And maybe you had something similar <laughs> and you could share. If you don't, please enjoy. All right. It was called Pine Needles. And it goes, pine needles, pine needles, prick, prick, prick. Three cheers for Katie. She's over being sick. 
Yesterday she laid on her back alone, had pains in every bone. How did she do weep? How she do weep and moan? But today she's up and she's on her own. Glad to have you back. Yay, Katie. <laughs> it's a good song. And I am a really good singer. You so are. So you're welcome. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you do that literally every time someone stopped being sick? Yeah, but again, it was like used for sickness and injury. Oh. So sometimes you'd be like, pine needle, she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> and sometimes you'd be like, oh my God, we need to do like three pine needles. She right. really overcame something. <laughs> we didn't have anything like that. I think that there would have been two, not because like everyone was sick at our camp, but we were just a big camp and that would have taken up a lot of time. You can't sing for everyone. You can't sing for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Thank you for sharing your heartbreaking and (laughs) harrowing story of adrenaline and crazy, just like, like the fact that you you definitely made it worse. (laughs) You definitely made it so much worse. I made it so much worse and I was stuck in a cast for like three and a half months. You went back to college and you were cast. Yeah. 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 I would. Yes. Eventually, I switched into like a boot so boot I could girl. take it on and off. Yeah. Um, But the thing about the boot was that then I would walk, even though my doctor would be like, don't walk while you have the boot. Still use your crutches. And I was like, oh, but I live on the third floor of a dorm room and that's annoying. Mm-hmm. So I, I still walked on it, which also probably made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably. Very cool. Thank you, Katie, for coming on the podcast. So welcome. Loved hearing your story. Uh, love you, and excited to uh, to keep doing more episodes with you and everything, every camp thing that you're associated with. Thanks. I'm so excited too. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes at Happy Campers. You can rate, review, subscribe because it's really fun to do. And then, uh, you know, our Insta's blowing up. Sammy's all over that. Uh, We're not on Snapchat yet. I believe we're on Stitcher now, which is real cool. So find that. And, um, you know, send me an email. Me and Sammy. Shout out to our amazing uh, producer, Miss Allison Caden. And that's it. So day is done. Gone the sun. Katie did not help me out there. (laughs) We out. Bye. Bum 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 b